This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, happy death day. Get up. Live your day. Get killed. Again. Muto Kanichiwa. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I didn't know I was fucking up. I'm Hotlanta. I really and didn't I'm know that time. <laughs> and we all knew Brett was going to fuck it up anyway. Well, you got old, uh, can't start a computer computer guy here. I didn't know we were going. Those things are mutually exclusive somehow, but, I guess. Come on, technical difficulties. Read your book. <laughs> Or do you need to turn your book off and turn it back on again? Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? Yes, I unplugged my book. My electric book. I mean, I have a Kindle. It's kind of like an electric book. Electric books. Well, that sounds like the future. Yeah. So happy anyway. Death day. Happy death day. Happy. Yes. As suggested to us by Mr. Green. Senor Verde. That's his dad. Ay, ay, ay. Dios mio. Lo siento. Signomi is Greek for I'm sorry, if you ever want to know that. Or even if you didn't want to know it. (laughs) So, Chris, how does this movie start? Blinking at me and read that fucking book! Well, this starts up... At the beginning. Draw an With Tree. Tree, for reasons. Why would you call a person Tree? I know I mean, you told me they're a tree, but... Apparently it's short for Teresa? Teresa? Uh, why not just call them Therese? Or... The... No, that was good. You cut an entire letter off of the name. That's much shorter. It's they're much syllable, shorter. Least, though. Or T, just call her T. I mean, tree doesn't like unless you call her Teresa. That doesn't make any sense. Teresa. Uh huh. That's Chris's real name. Chris is just a stage name. Her real name is Teresa. The hyphen. Chris yeah. Teresa. Chris Teresa. Yeah, that's my government. Tree. And uh, Tree wakes up, she's all hung over, and she's in some kind of dorm room. Or is she overhung? Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, she's like, oh god, I'm so hung over. Uh, phone rings. She ignores it. Some guy's there. Yep. Where's the Tylenol? Mm-hmm. It's the Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Water. Yeah, you're really knocking it out. It's drank. Yeah. The exes all know that man yells about fine vagina. Yeah. I like that guy. He's going places. Ryan, I think his name is. Well, yeah, we'll call him fine vagina for our purposes. Yeah, yeah, he did have a pretty sweet vagine. I liked it. It was weird. And sideways. And teeth. Hey, now, that's racist because he's Asian. Chris is racist because he's Asian. Said none of that's true. Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, half of it's true. He is Asian. So, uh... Place in your book? What? Book, book, book. Book, book, book. So Tree, uh, Tree dashes out, heads through the, I guess, quad, right? Isn't that... you got to streak through the quads. Yes. Well, no, she does that later in the movie. Yeah. It's from old school. Yes. And, uh, you Calm know... Calm down, Chris. There's a, there's a weird guy that looks at her. You're a weird guy. Somebody tries Who's to get her this? to sign a petition. Oh, that guy that looked like Nikki Six. Then the global yeah. warming lady... Yep. 
And there's a car alarm. Yep, and there's some pledges who have to sing the 99 Bottles of Beer song for... You forgot the fucking sprinklers. Yeah, sprinklers. Yeah, yeah there's a couple making out on the lawn, the sprinklers turn on, they get all wet. All wet. They get very moist. Their reproductive organs. Uh, and then one of the pledges passes out yep. while singing 99 Bottles of Beer on the wall. And, um... Read your book! A guy... Tim, Tim, that, that apparently yeah, Tim the man Tree had seen in some capacity. She got on a one date with on at Subway. Yeah, but he ain't got no foot long. No, no they didn't she, share yeah, butthole smooches. She's not returning his texts, and he's upset about this fact. Yeah, and she because basically. You know, if you go on one date with a woman, she's obligated to return your text for, text for all of eternity. Yeah. Probably trying to get up all in them guts. Yeah, right in her gutty works. Gross. Working his way into her gutty works. Uh-huh. So she, uh, she heads back to her, uh, what, frat house or sorority house, I guess. Cryogenic yeah, tube. House. And she uh gets uh she has like a passive aggressive back and forth with the boss, I guess. I don't know how head, sororities work. Head mistress lady. Yeah. I don't know, like the president of the sorority. There's a real see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Indeed. And they're a Just caddy like Chris. to one another. Yeah, because apparently Tree made out with some dude that Danielle likes or Billy Bob. dated in the past or something. So she, uh, she heads up to her room and her roommate gives her a special birthday cupcake. Cause it's her birthday. Her roommate's kind of a douche. Yeah. She's like, Oh, Hey, she finally rolls in. <laughs> yeah, like, so and, funny. And then Danielle comes in to remind them about the, mandatory house meeting that's not in the house but on the quad for some reason yeah but uh tree doesn't eat the cupcake she just throws it in the garbage because she's late for class yep she only has time to throw one thing away before class and it's gonna be that motherfucking cupcake oh fucking and she uh hurries to class She's her professor. She makes uh, sexy eyes at him. He looks like he had to poop. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Then she heads to the mandatory meeting where they uh, make fun of one of the sisters for, I don't know, eating like a human being. Oh, see you next Tuesday, does. The rest just kind of stare. Yeah. And then the uh, the fella she had the the one night stand with that she woke up in his room. Scarter. Sure. He uh, shows up, knocks the tray over, dumps it on her. All down the back of her head. And uh, she acts like she doesn't know him because she doesn't want everybody to know that she uh, stayed over that, that night with him. Yep. Or the night prior. She's ashamed of her coitus. Yep. And there's going to be a a big party that night at a place. Hold on just a second. Hey, Troy. Yes, sir. Ah, I didn't know where you were. You went all silent. Yeah, I couldn't hear most of that. Ah. Trying to figure out why. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, she's off to the party. She's uh passes by a bunch of folks who just got done with the local sports game who are all amped up. They're hoot hollering. She heads uh through some kind of weird tunnel thing they have for reasons. The old head and tunnel. Yeah, she's like walk underneath a road or something. And uh there's a music box in the middle of it that's playing happy birthday song. Yes, you know, happy birthday to you. 
and uh, somebody hops out with a weird baby mask because apparently the school's mascot is a yep. weird baby. Bayfield yeah, babies. The, yeah, the bay the the Bayside babies. Bayside, I'm sorry. That was yeah. Bayfield. Well, it, is bay, it is Bayview in the movie, but in my head, it's Bayside. Ah. It's based on Mr. Belding's like firstborn child. Streets and all that. Yep. <laughs> Why aren't we I doing know, a Save by the Bell podcast? I mean, I'm pretty sure they're using a uh, Zach's baby picture for the the face of the baby because he's he so was quite the dreamboat. Yeah. And so, uh, Hoodie Baby's there, and Hoodie Baby's uh, creeping her out a little bit. So she's like, "I want to call the cops or whatever." He dips. For a second. Yep. And he stabs her to fucking death. Yep. And she wakes up. Also true. And she's all like, what? And there's Connor, or Carter, or Clomer, or whomever. Craver. Screech. And this is when she starts realizing that it's, it's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's tripping, dog. Fine Vagine makes an appearance again. Yep. Yep. Uh, head through the quad. We've got you know, Nikki Six. We got uh, Sprinklers, global Carl warming. Manfell. Manfell. Why don't you respond to my texts? We're walking. Asian late Asian girl listening to music outside the sorority house. Oh yeah, with headphones. Yeah. Got about that one. Goes in, has the same old conversation with we'll C next Tuesday. Yeah. Everything basically plays out the same. Cupcakes, all that mess. Until uh, party time. But this time she decides not to go to the murder bridge. And heads a different way. And as she gets there, there's a hoodie baby is there when she opens the door. So she socks hoodie baby in the mouth. But turns out it was all just a wild college prank. It's that it man was a surprise that party for her birthday. Yeah. What a man that everyone wants to have sex on. And so, uh, turns out that that the guy who scared her, that's who, uh, see you next Tuesday, is sweet on. Yep. And she does the whole, like, he says something and she just laughs uproariously at it, even though it's not that funny. Meanwhile, he's definitely all about the tree. Yeah. One could say he has wood for tree. Waka, waka, waka. And so he uh, he, he slides upstairs and tree follows to the uh, pleasure dome, I believe is what he calls it. Oh, my God. When he turns on, like, the light and sound system and just starts dancing in his own little private disco. With really loud music, I was Chris just like was visibly aroused, and it was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" If I had been a girl, I would have just like while he was dancing, I would just walked out the door and never would have looked back. Chris was trying to do weird stuff to the TV. Don't kink shame me. Don't try to fuck the television. Uh, the for the TV. record. I wasn't trying. <laughs> I know, we saw. <laughs> I mean, there's a D in HDMI for a reason. There is now, anyway. Okay, I'm sorry, in fairness, don't try to get fucked by the TV. Yeah. That's an inanimate object. It can't fuck me. Well, it could. See? Anyway. This is the podcast we should be doing. Yeah, it seems like no. it. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to no, have no. a... Podcast about Chris getting fucked by the television? Not especially. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try to come up with something better. I'm sorry. Sorry. So, uh... Private little dance party. Yeah, dance party's going on. She gets a text. like, looking out the window or something, and baby killer comes out of the closet and kills douche. Well, she's uh, she's texting. Him. She's texting. See you next Tuesday, because she's mad, because she's up there trying to make time with the uh, dance party guy. And then he gets stabbed. And then the uh, the real hoodie baby 
tries to stab her, but she fends him off temporarily. And then he gets her with the old shattered glass bong and the sternum trick. Yep. Yeah. I feel like you stabbed her in the mouth. Uh, the I think big it was the camera cut. chest. I don't know. I feel like you stabbed her in the mouth because she screamed and then the camera kind of zoomed into her mouth and then she woke up. So I just kind of figured he jammed it down her gullet because that would be... I think you're just projecting there, Brett. I, I think you would have an easier time jamming a shattered bong down a gullet than you would through a sternum. Unless it's in that look, I don't uh-huh. know. That was pretty thin glass. Unless it's like triple blown, maybe. But there's, I think it was implied that they stabbed her in the mouth. So now everybody's coming over to the Chris side of things. I like it. Okay, okay. Phrasing, Chris. Nope. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> You can't say things like stabbing no, you, her in the mouth and then coming over. <laughs> yeah, no, but you heard the man. We got to come all over Chris's side. Let's go. Oh God! Certainly no. not what I said. No, you said when. Yeah, you did. Oh, all come God. over to my side. Come all over Chris's side. It's the same yeah. words. It's gonna be one of those episodes. What semen jokes? What? Uh, and he's mean, the one that stopped reading his book. It's not my fault. I mean, I think we got through all the semen jokes on Leviathan, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. I feel like he's he's proving right now that we he didn't. Um, that's true. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So she gets killed. Life. She gets killed with a bong. Yeah. And well. And then it's uh, start over time again. She wakes up, she freaks out, she runs... Forget the birthday ringtone. She runs uh, directly back to her room, and her roommate's like, uh, man, you're really uh, super freaked out. Maybe you should calm down. Also, here's a cupcake. And she decides oh, this time... Wait, we forgot to mention that she, like, tried to fuck one of her professors. Oh, yeah. Or is actively, I think. Well, oh, yeah, but she was, they were getting... They, they were starting to get ready to, and then his wife walked in. They were yeah. pre-coitus. Yeah. So, uh, play, if you will. Diddlin. This time around, she decides that she's just going to lock herself in her room. That way, nobody can get her, and problem solved. Is this when she, like, boarded up and everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. She boards Pretty. up the windows... Like, puts shit in front of the door. She's barricaded herself in her room. She's good to go. Yeah, or so she thinks. Then she finds a birthday card that's like, you're gonna die. Yeah. So, uh... Everything, uh... Is going okay, but then she gets spooked out. Somehow, spooked out. Hoodie Baby the got bo- in there? Yeah, it was in... Basically, Hoodie Baby was in the shower. Yeah. And uh, there's a struggle, but... You know, she did. Yep. She wakes up again. Yep. Same old day, same old Kramer, or whatever his name was. Yeah. Screech. Screech. So this time, she tells uh, Dustin... Dustin. (laughs) That, uh... Look, man, Dun- here's what's Dun- happening. Dustin Diamond Squatter. Yeah. Dustin Diamond Squatter. So she's like, look, here's the deal. I keep dying, but then the day starts over. And uh, he's like, well, that's great. That just means that you have infinite chances to figure out who's doing it. So all you got to do is, you know, try to figure it out. You can keep trying. Work up, work up a list of suspects and then start eliminating them one by one. To see who it is, who would have motive to kill you, and she starts like listing off basically everybody in the world because she's been a shitty human for most of her time in college. I can identify with that. A lot of people want to kill her. So uh, I don't think that means what you think it means, Brett. I think it does. So she uh, she heads back to her room and makes her list of possible suspects. 
and then kind of goes through them one at a time. She's like, well, maybe it's the Tim guy. But nope, turns out he's a, he's a, he's gay. Yep, he likes the gay porn. Yeah, which means it can't be him, I guess. But only because she gets murdered. Want to have sex with her, I think, is the implication there. So uh, then, yeah, she follows the teacher's wife and gets drowned. She uh, thinks maybe it's see you next Tuesday. And then she confronts her because she finds the card that said, you know, like, uh, good luck on not dying or some shit. I don't remember. Something about tomorrow. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to die. And uh, so she sees the card. And then they get hit by a bus because they're fighting in the street. Which somehow eliminates her as a suspect, even though I don't know if I follow that logic, but... Yeah, I didn't really get that one either, but maybe... Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think maybe there was something about the card that told her that it wasn't her, but I don't know what it was. And, uh... Uh, doctor's wife, I'm sorry, professor's wife. Yeah, that's when she gets drowned. Yeah, because she's she's like gone full camo and night vision, stalking the the professor's wife. And while she's doing that, the killer baby comes up behind her and drowns her in a fountain. And she wakes up and just pukes up a bunch of water. Yeah. So, uh. She comes back for another round and then uh, passes out and gets rushed to the hospital. Yep. And it turns out that while she can die repeatedly, when stuff happens, it carries over? Well, she's got some weird, like, brain lesions forming every time. Like, apparently every time she resets, her brain lesions get worse. Yeah. Dying stabs you in the brain. So she doesn't have infinite chances. She has a certain amount before her brain just turns to mush. Yeah. And uh, so now she thinks maybe it's the doctor that she's banging, who turns out to be also her primary care physician, I guess. Yeah, and also a professor of hers. Yeah, so that's and, weird. Yeah. They sure do and do a lot of like stuff a, together. Does this, is this when she finds the baby mask in his desk? Yeah. Yeah. Like in a, not, is it a secret drawer or just like in a bottom drawer? It's like a second secret drawer in the one drawer. It's weird. I don't get it. Yeah. Tucked away. But it's a baby mask. Yeah. So she thinks it's him, but he gets stabbed by real hoodie baby. So she, uh, grabs his keys or has his keys and tries to escape in the parking garage Gets chased around a little bit, manages to uh, steal his car and get away. Yep. And then gets pulled over by the cops for speeding. Yeah. And the cops like, eh, not not trying to be that guy, but uh, you're in a hospital gown with no license or registration, driving real fast in a car that's all fucked up. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And she says yes, all of them. She's like, well, she's like, wait, if. If I am on, if I am high, that means you'll take me and lock me up in a cell, right? He's like, yeah, that's generally how that works. Suicide by cop. It's like, great. I'm from Middletown. I'm on all the drugs. It's true. Often the citizens of Middletown are on all the drugs. So she, uh, she gets arrested, gets put in the back of the cop's car, but then, uh, hoodie baby has a car, and rams the cop. Ragdolls the motherfucker. Yeah, it's pretty good. That was pretty wild. Pops a little paint. Yep. Gets out and taunts her. Then gets back in the car and hits her with the old gas trail birthday candle explosion. Sweet lord, if that car didn't have 400 gallons of gasoline in it. Yeah. Or, I mean, assuming the the cop had 
uh, like apparently had just raided some kind of like prepper compound factory. And there was just like 16,000 rounds of ammunition in the trunk or something. Or perhaps some C4. Yeah. And then, uh, yep, she's, she's dead from exploding. Every time. So she's, uh, starting over. She tells, uh, old, uh, Screech that, look, man, we had this conversation before, but let's try it again. Here's the thing. Every time this happens, I get a little worse off. I think I'm running out. I, I don't know what to do. And then she sees uh, on the TV at the restaurant they're at that... Oh, no, it's not a restaurant, Chris. It's a coffee house. Don't you know the damn difference? It looked like a diner to me. Like a- it looked like a fucking diner, but, but the sign in the back of the of the scene says like Corky's Coffee House. Yeah, I'm Chris. like, I what coffee house has a fucking short order cook and like a uh, a counter with chairs and also like a booth? Like, it was a fucking diner, but it says Coffee House. Yeah, weird. That ain't right. Nope. Call call a cough call a diner a diner, damn it. Yeah. God, Chris. So she uh she's like, Well, that tears it. It's gotta be him. He's the one killing me. So she goes and takes off to the hospital, but the uh the murderer has already escaped from police custody. And uh she finds the Totally legit fire axe hanging out just in case it fires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throws that elbow through it. Yeah, like break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's stupid, but I'm into it. I feel like this is yeah. an emergency. Yeah, I was like, really? There's a fire axe? Because that's going to stop anything, any kind of fire. And, uh. You got to chop the fire. She goes looking for, uh, hoodie baby but he's got the cop's gun and shoots the axe out of her hand you know like you do yeah I mean because he's a good shot and uh Screech rushes him but he uh gives him the old neck snap for his trouble like butter chases her to the abandoned bell tower that is attached to the hospital you know doesn't every hospital have a bell tower well an abandoned one well, yeah, that's that's how I judge where I'm getting my medical treatment. I've been yeah, I mean, in a bell like, ta- an abandoned bell tower in a medical facility, not necessarily a hospital. Well, I mean, it's because I think Obamacare deprecated all of the uh, the bell towers at hospitals, uh, and that's oh yes, yeah, the bell tower bill. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry guys, we just can't afford the upkeep on the bell tower anymore. Anywhere, ever, for the rest of time, no more bell I towers. Guess. I guess we'll just have to give patients the drugs they need. Yep. Thanks, Obama. Towerless bells all over the place. So, uh... 32 cents a day can help tower a bell. Oh, yeah, as I said, your your commercial, you're going to start running? Yep. Save the bell tower. For less than a cup of coffee, you can save a bell Bell tower. tower. (laughs) And it's like... Eyes of a Stranger and a bunch of abandoned bell towers. Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. Eyes of a Stranger? Isn't that the song? No, you're talking about Arms of an Angel. I think Eyes yeah. of a Stranger is that's an ace of baseball. That's a different song. That song sounds rapey. <laughs> Eyes of a Stranger might be a Cannibal Corpse song. I don't I, know. It's actually Cannibal Corpse and Ace of Base, a collaboration. <laughs> it's a collab. Yeah. I mean, if it was Ace of Base, then it was, then it was racist. Ace yeah. of Corpse. Corpse of base. Cannibal base. <laughs> Ace of cannibals. All that she wants is another meat hook. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she gets the upper hand via crowbar, but realizes that if she ices him and the loop stops, that poor uh, Screech is going to be dead. So she opts Screech? for... 
for uh, hanging herself on the rope for the bell. Yep, power. And then uh, start over. She wakes up, and cracks her neck real good, goes at it. One. But this time, she uh, slaughterhouse princess. She decides she's gonna, you know, handle everything with a more positive outlook. Like masturbating with a pine cone. Sure. Like that. (laughs) Made Troy laugh. No, Chris's response made me laugh. Chris's response was set up by my idiot shit. Yeah. Fred's back on his shit again. So she, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. Nice to see you. Well, I'll see you later. Don't worry. You'll be around. I need this pillow, and I'm going to get on out of here. Oh, we we missed one of her earlier loops, Chris. When she was naked. Oh, yeah. She was naked. Yep. That, yeah, that was pretty much the whole... That was the whole bit. She just walks through the quad naked, and everyone's like, what? And then eventually she gets killed and resets. Yeah. So she uh she steals Nikki Six's sunglasses. She signs on the global warming petition. She gives a pillow to a frat guy when he falls out. She warns the the makeout couple the that the sprinklers are gonna come on. Yeah. She points at the car before the car alarm goes off. She tells uh, Tim that hey man, it's okay to be gay. Find you some hot man ass, I believe. He's all like, I'm gonna get some penis. He's like, I'm going to find me a foot long. Yeah. She goes waka, to uh, waka, waka? her professor's class and interrupts it and breaks it off and says, hey, I'm not going to be that person anymore. And he's yeah, like... Yeah, but she, she like, apologizes to him for it. And I was like, fuck that. Like, she should have been like, you fucker, you had, like, a position... You were had a position of authority over me and you used that to, you know fuck with me, you know, to well, fuck me and to fuck with me. Like, I kind of wish she had been a little bit more indignant about the fact that they had a relationship. Yeah. Chris is indignant. Just in general. Chris, Chris is indigenous. Indignant just... Um, Meligenous. It's, where were we? Oh, meeting time. The basement. Oh, she so also, re- like... Well, she also, like, went to her roommate and said, hey, you know, I've been a shitty roommate. I'm sorry I've been a shitty roommate. You know, we really should get to know each other better. And you got to tell me about that mystery man of yours sometime. Yeah, Chris, tell us all about your mystery man. No. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to pry into your personal business. Are you implying that you're roommates with Chris? Not anymore. True. Ever since the incident. Technically, we were roommates for, oh, about a year and a half, a couple of decades ago. And then there was the incident. It was more of a series of incidents. Yeah, the entire series of time was an incident. Yeah, the, mostly just like the 18-month period that I was here was an incident. So a, ser- a series of unfortunate incidents? A really long no, Yeah, it was just one real long incident. Uh, we did some reasonable stuff. It's fine. Totally so reasonable. She, she uh, was just young 20s, Chris and Brett. It's fine. What could possibly have gone wrong? Everything. Yeah, we spent too much time uh, volunteering for local charities. That's what it was. Charities. Yes. Quite. Indeed. Lost all of our time doing that. Helping Dude. all those less fortunate than yourselves. Yeah, too much yeah. philanthropy, I said one day. <laughs> I'm tired of all this philanthropy. All worn out. <laughs> Just like Chris. Oh, yeah, so. and then there's the, the mandatory house meeting. Oh, yeah. and yeah, uh, Come on, Chris, house meeting. When they go to be mean to Becky, she uh, stands up for her, dumps... Uh, Chocolate milk. Yes. On uh, See on- You Next Tuesday's head. Screech shows up, and he's like, hey, uh, uh, and she just plants one on him and says, let's go on a date. All tongue, no lip. Yep. 
And then she meets up with her dad and apologizes for being a shitty person. But ever since her mom died, it's just been hard because they had the same birthday. He's they... going around and making stuff right. Yeah, we get you. Uh, Easy there, uh-huh. classy. And then she uh, gears up, action hero style. Here with a knife and a scrunchie. And yeah. And starts prepping for the evening. Just like Chris, he puts his hair up and gets his buck knife and mm-hmm. heads on out. That's true. And then she, uh... You should watch him struggle to put his hair up. It's like an eighth of an inch long, but he gives it hell. I find a way. <laughs> yeah. He really tries. When Chris's hair gets too long, he just sits there and twirls his his one bang over and over again. Now, he's fucked up his scalp pretty good a couple of times, but he's working on it. Why it's short. <laughs> so is his hair. But um, tiss. He's like, oh, I picked down to the skull again. No, it's bleeding again. <laughs> oh, there's brain. Whoops. So she uh, digging holes in your head. What's the matter with you? She gears up, heads to the hospital to meet up with uh, Hoodie Baby. But she synchronizes her watch first. Yeah. Swatch. And she... uh, We haven't mentioned mentioned the reason for that once yet, so that's good storytelling. There we just did it, though. Yeah, you were foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreskin shadowing. And so uh, her plan is to... Sneak up on a cop with a knife and steal his gun. I like it. And then tell him to go get help. Whatever because... you're doing, if that's how you start doing it, you're doing it right. Yeah. And then tell him to go get help because, uh, uh, oh God, Brad Dorf is going to escape. Yeah. Oh, the police. And she, uh, yeah. busted there. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about how the fact the cop runs off to go, quote-unquote, get help when he's wearing a fucking radio? Yeah. He doesn't want to be rude. He's got to go around the corner so he doesn't interrupt her with this conversation. Yeah. That makes sense. He's he's just polite. That's all. Yeah. He's like, well, she's got the knife. I better mind my P's and Q's. Well, she had a gun at that point. but His gun? Yeah. But she had a knife earlier. Don't you ever fucking take that away from me. Do you understand? Uh Uh-huh. So she uh, busts into Hoodie Baby's room with the gun. She's like, don't act like you're asleep. I know you ain't asleep. It's shooting time. And then uh, she goes to shoot. But uh, Hoodie Baby... classic mistake that someone who doesn't use guns makes. Yeah. Safety's on. Womp womp. Quick, quick. And then she, uh... She gets slammed around pretty thoroughly in the hallway by Hoodie Baby. He threw her pretty good. Yeah. And he, like, threatens her with the knife that she had. Yeah. Sticks it in the door. But then, just in time, the power outage that had kept occurring occurs. That we completely forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, there were some rolling blackouts throughout the film. Yeah, I had a rolling blackout. That's why I forgot. You are a rolling blackout. (laughs) Uh, I had a Roy blackout on Friday, but that's because there was free booze. Nice. Why? It was a work holiday party. Oh. And they paid for Uber's home. Well, they're just asking you to get drunk at that point. I mean, I think they're basically ordering me to at that point. Did they give you funnels and hoses at the door? Yeah. (laughs) No, but I did go to the Drink animals! I went to the bartender and asked for a double scotch, and he's like, I'll make it a triple. <laughs> I was like, okay. Fair enough. Here's the bottle, he said. Gonna, I'm not going to say no to that. Double, it's Christmas. <laughs> no, it was the, I'm sorry, it was our winter party, winter holiday party. Oh, yeah, you can't call it Christmas no more. Well, considering probably about a quarter of our employees are Hindu and or Hindu or Muslim, it's probably pretty de- decent. Not everybody's celebrating Christmas at that party. Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, the blackout happens. She gets the upper hand. She puts uh, several into him. Yep. 
and then uh, is promptly released for abducting a cop's handgun, and the cops are like, oh, you wacky kids. You did murder a guy with it, so go ahead and get out of here. Get out of here now. There's no reason to stay in custody for any length of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she just shot a guy. It's not like she killed some... Oh, wait. Yeah, well, you did take a cop's gun at knife point and then shoot a guy in a hospital, claiming your psychic premonitions led you to that yeah. conclusion. And oh, but it, is it really Is it self-defense if you put yourself in the way of danger? I mean, she still defended herself. Yeah, but if she hadn't instigated the whole situation, she wouldn't have had to do that. You die to your kill. Uh-huh. Fair point, I guess. You know what I mean? Probably Does she, usually uh, know? She, uh... Heads back to her Read room, your book. hangs out with Screech, and then uh, she eats her birthday cupcake and goes to bed. Goes to bed, but then she wakes back up, and she's and like, the "Same day." And she's, she's like, "What? Well, I like, killed oh, a guy. Well, fiddlesticks! I I killed a man. That should fix it, right?" <laughs> I killed a guy, and she and uh. She realizes she must have died in her sleep. Yeah. And she heads back to her room, comes to the conclusion that uh, it was actually the cupcake what did it. Yep. And then... Without the mer-diddly-erdler. Yeah. Then we get, like, the Scooby-Doo mask reveal explanation. Swinks. Yeah. Which is basically like, I was, I was hooking up with the doctor professor primary care physician... And but he kept choosing you over me, so I decided to kill you. Yeah. Chose you. And then uh oh, really that, that's that's it. Yeah. Then she kicks her out of the window. I'm sorry, Tree kicks her roommate out the window. Yeah. And then she dies. And uh she meets up with Screech and they're like, Well, that should do it. Problem solved. And, it, and Screech is like, man, this is a lot like that uh, Groundhog Day movie, right? And she's like, nah, never heard of it. And he's like, Bill Murray? And she's like, nah, never heard of him. Who's this Buell Murray? Yeah. And that that was probably the least believable part of the entire thing. <laughs> okay, maybe you've never seen Groundhog Day. Okay. But you don't know who Bill Murray is? Just like by accident? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I'll have to ask the millennials. Well, I mean, do you know who Bill Murray is? Uh, personally, I mean... Or I Generation you don't. Z. Yeah, he was in all the Police Academy movies. He was in Short Circuit. I think you're confusing him with Harold Ramis. Nah, that's Steve Gutenberg. Yes, I know. <sighs> Wait, those are two different people? Not anymore. I thought well, Steve, different hairstyles. I thought it was one of those actors guild things where there was already a Bill Murray, so he had to go by Steve Gutenberg. Ah, uh, Steve Murray. Murray Gutenberg is Gutenberg a pretty good name. Murray still. <laughs> it's almost like Murray Goldberg. So uh anyway. Chris is on some ho shit. She wakes up the next day, and then the the birthday thing plays on her phone. And the old uh, Screech is under the thing like he had been, and she freaks out. And he's like, ha-ha, it was all a clever ruse. I'm just playing, dog. Get it? That's a I good joke. I'm just fucking with you. Never mind that I almost gave you a heart attack. Yeah. And then they they have a make-out. And they live happily ever after. Probably. The end. Chris is the end. The living end. <laughs> so hot, Lanta. What? Go on. With? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play. Not know what? Your silly game. Nah, come on, buddy. I'll be reasonable. No, you won't. Yeah, I'll make reasonable decisions and only say things that are. What do you think about the movie? Dirty bitch. I liked it. 
it was good. I was looking forward to this one. I've avoided watching it because I wanted to pop my happy death day cherry here on the podcast. Uh, that little 30 seconds at the end was kind of aggravating. It'd be cool if they didn't directly draw attention to the fact that this was a horror Groundhog Day, but still, it was pretty awesome. It was a horror Groundhog Day. Uh, the, the main actor lady, she was pretty awesome. It was, it was all good. I liked it. It was a fun concept. I want to watch the sequel now. Lit all the way up. Oh my. It was a good time. I really enjoyed Happy Death Day. Thank you, Senior Verde. That's his dad. Yeah, still. Verde Paquito? Not how Senorito Verdito. Enchiladitos. Cool. Come on, Toothy. What'd you think? I liked it. I called you Toothy because you got all them teeth in your mouth. It was it was a fun little romp. You're a fun little romp. Oh it wasn't the <laughs> uh it wasn't a particularly horrifying movie by any stretch, but it had a fun conceit. Or comedy. Yeah. And I it was it was totally confident. I don't have a lot to say about it. It was okay. Just like Chris, you really nailed yourself there. Totally confident. Don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah. It was it was a fun watch. I say give it a go. It's an interesting uh change of formula for a slasher. Like Similac to Infamil? Sure. But yeah, I, I, it's fine. Go ahead and watch it. What do you say, Troy? Uh, I kind of agree. I definitely felt like this fell more into the thriller category than the horror category. Thriller? Uh, thriller night? Yeah. Yeah, you know, dancing zombies, all that fun shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was PG-13, which I was like, man. I saw a PG-13 come up, and I was like, how long has it been since I've seen a PG-13 horror movie? And there's reasons for that, and one of them being that they can't get too gory with it, which kind of disappointed me. I kind of wish, like, it had been a bit of a a, a bit gorier. Uh, but I mean, overall, it was a fun movie. I did have the moment when I was sitting there watching it, and she kills the you know the red dwarf stand-in, and I was like, but he didn't know that it was her birthday. And the first time, like they had the whole birthday song playing music box thing. And like, that, like really? Like that's how they're in this movie. And then she wakes up in the same day again. And I was like, Oh, huh. I guess, I guess it wasn't him. And then I was like, I actually thought it was the roommate because I thought screech was her love interest. And that the roommate was just pissed off that she had stolen Screech from her was actually what I had I had I had uh, theorized. So um, I I came close, but I did not hit it totally on the mark. But no, fun movie. Uh, I think people should watch it. It's it probably it's a good entry level horror movie. I feel like like it's not gonna like fuck. It's not gonna like overwhelm people with gore or overwhelm them with tension there's there's plenty of like laughs to kind of break any tension that does form so i would say watch it and watch it with people who aren't huge horror fans because i think they'll still enjoy it because they'll understand the concept thanks to groundhog day good entry level yeah so what are you watching next week chris uh we're gonna try to watch velocipaster because i can't help but want to know what the fuck that is Me as too. suggested by squid the first yeah. And don't worry, we're getting we're getting on the rest of that thing. We heard you, buddy. Yep, yeah, we're putting together a little something special for that. Not yeah. too special, but a little special. Just like Chris. Yeah, Chris that's fair. Special. A little. 
So yeah, I don't know what the hell Velocipaster is. I mean, I have I have my suspicions, but I mean, it's probably like Shark Exorcist, only more Jurassic. Hopefully, less horrible. I hope it's just an hour and a half long church sermon from a Velociraptor. I'd be down with you guys watching that. All in dinosaur growls. Because yeah, that's pretty good. I I will. Yeah, I will be there because I will be on the podcast because I will have family in town. But you guys enjoy the hell out of Velocipaster. I shield my family from the podcast too. I mean, who wouldn't? Chris. Yeah. He made all of his family members get slaughterhouse now, princesses. Now, now, wait a second. Tattoos. Wait a second, there, Hotlanta. Yes, sir. You have your supposed alleged real cousin. Yeah. Who is? who is a co- frequent contributor of movie uh, suggestions to the podcast. You can't true. say that you shield your family from this if he's really your cousin. Uh-oh. Well played, Troy. Well played. <laughs> he is my real step-cousin. Uh, okay, so you, you don't shield your step-family, just your... Nat- uh, like non-step family? How do you know what the term for that is? I don't tell Chris about it. What if there's other things you don't want people to tell us about it? I'm gonna get you nips. What would you do then? Huh? Bitch nips. Uh-huh. Bitch nips. Find us on the Facebook because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. Find us on the Twitter because we're Slaughter Prince. You can find us on email. Because we're Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on internet because we're Slaughterhouse Princess.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, MySpace, Discord Store, and Patreon.SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Reddit, SHP Podcast. Mm-hmm. Chris sucks. Okay. <laughs> Is that right? Sure. So. So come back next time for Velocipaster. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye! Do 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 do